You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody, and this is Zach Whittington, episode seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. So, Daniel, you said there's not really an interesting seventy-nine number for this week, right? I what are we naming the episode after? I struggled to find an athlete that was wearing number seventy-nine. Obviously, we could have gone with like we've been doing all the offensive linemen of the nineteen. 70s and 40s and 50s and 60s all these offensive linemen that not everybody's gonna know honestly i don't know some of them did you see uh the nfl is gonna loosen the uh, restrictions on jersey numbering for positions and stuff i have heard about this yes so uh sidetrack before we get back to naming the episode (laughs) uh pretty sure quarterbacks can do one through 19 running backs can do like one through 40 Receivers can do like one through eighty or something, and then linemen can do like forty to eighty. Offensive linemen can be in like the forties and fifties now. Really, so, that's cool. I that's like cool. that little, little little variation. But anyways, back to the episode. Do we have a player? I think we should just do other stuff. And so, like, who's the offensive line? I mean, there was like Rosie Brown was one of them. Was a big one. Um, Name another offensive lineman seventy nine. I'll pay you five bucks. I had one more that was I cannot remember him off the top of my head now. So um, I'm thinking we could do other stuff like like sports scores, like the 2003 <laughs> regular season thriller between the Detroit Pistons and the New York Knicks, 79 to 78 in overtime. Who doesn't remember that game? Yeah, starting lineup for the Pistons: Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Ben Wallace. Uh. Tyshawn Prince, everybody knows that. And then you got Eldon Campbell. Oh, that was a country singer. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Whatever. And then on the on the Knicks, you had Allen Houston. Dikembe Mutombo. Keith Van Horn. On the bench, Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward. And so I'm sitting here looking at Charlie Ward. Didn't he play football? Florida State, great. And upon research, Charlie Ward has won the Heisman. I mean, he's a little – maybe that's a rookie mistake for me. But I was like, I swear, Charlie Ward played football. And then he did. He won two the sport, two sport athlete did in not, college as well. Did not know he went to the NBA, and he let's see, wow, just great. Twenty sixth overall pick in the nineteen ninety four draft. Eleven seasons. No That's titles, a long career. No all stars. Seven time playoff. But anyways, I'm saying we named episode after Charlie Ward. I'll I like the Charlie about. Ward edition. I have Willie Staggert. That's a great name. MLB baseball great uh named pops later in his career uh 1979 ap associated press man of the year i think that's a fair one i think that's a fair one if you're I talking sports in willie stagger and got willie taggart the old Florida sorry State excuse me willie stargall stargall oh, oh, okay okay i'm trying i'm trying to learn something better known here. better known wilver donnell Stargill. Donald Stargill, <laughs> nicknamed Pops, Pops, later in his career. 
American football player, left fielder, first baseman, spent all 21 seasons with the Pirates. He's a Pirate. Arg, Métis. Arg. <laughs> Arg. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. So, yeah, I mean, either one. I'm fine with the Charlie, Charlie Ward. Absolutely accepting of a Charlie Ward. All right. Well, Good submission. All right. What? A, what? A, okay. We'll determine after the pod. We have two submission options, but we'll have to. Do, we'll we'll have to talk. Subject to change. Subject to change potentially. We'll see what happens, guys. We obviously have lots of sports topics to talk about. Greenville Triumph season right around the corner, Zach. If you've been listening to ESPN Upstate Radio, I don't know if you do. I do catch it occasionally. Rob Brown has been having John Harks on for interviews every few weeks here lately. Um, so I do believe that the Triumph are getting a lot more coverage in the Upstate, getting well more a lot more well known. Uh, my coworker said that her husband talked about maybe trying to catch a game at some point this season. I'm like, y'all got to come on out. Fantastic time. Um, so. But big news as far as the team themselves, Zach, a couple signings was a little concerned. Listen, this team going into this season, you don't have all the pieces that were there last year on what was just an immaculate run through the season and into what could have been a great championship game. Um, But... That being said, you don't bring back all those pieces. You got to be ready. The question marks a bit on the offense, how it's going to look, feel more comfortable after we played Louisville City FC this past Saturday, Zach. Marios Lemos is a man you got to get to know. He's going to be on the starting front line for us on the outside with uh, Alex Morell kicking it into Lachlan McLean. Had two goals, and man, both of them were bangers of goals. Absolutely stunning goals. Absolutely. Stun us. Stunning. So, so um, very exciting. More soccer news. Do y'all think you're going to get this much soccer news? U.S. national team, men's national team, has two players in the Champions League final. This is all off the top, people. We got Man City, Real Madrid, PSG, and Chelsea going to the semifinals of the Champions League, which... For those who don't know, you should probably know what the Champions League is. It's like the tournament of tournaments of soccer teams from around the world. Clubs, that is. And uh, we have the starting keeper for Man City, Zach Steffen. Shout out. His name Shout Zach, out to your man. And he's American. And you also have the wonder boy, Christian Pulisic, on Chelsea going to the semifinal. So, potential for two Americans in the Champions League final. Hey, Makes you feel a little bit better about us not qualifying for the Olympics because all of our good players were playing for their teams where they're making millions of dollars. I mean, that's fine and all, but at the same time, it's like, bro, I don't... If the U.S. team ain't making the national team, I understand there's a lot of fans of international soccer. I understand a lot of people enjoy the Champions League and everything, and it's fun. I think it's very competitive and enjoyable because it's the best premier players and whatnot of soccer. That being said, can we not just get our guys to come play some soccer games so we can qualify for these things? Like, I understand it's the Olympics versus the World Cup, and obviously they're going to be there when it comes to trying to qualify for the World Cup, I hope, but, like... You got to have some want to play for the team. The same premise as like the basketball players for USA. Like you don't see these, you don't see LeBron James and all these players coming out anymore because it's like I've done that once and like I'm beyond that at this point. And so like you got to hope that like you're still going to be when getting these quality players representing your country. It's I'm like, just saying like the, the, you don't see you don't see them coming. You'll see LeBron James and them coming, but it's not even like I don't think it's political. I think it purely is just like 
they're out there trying LeBron's like I'm trying to chase championships right now I can't be exerting that energy that time on my body playing the game when I'm trying to win championships and conserve the time I got all right trivia question Dan who leads the United States in all-time Olympic points by basketball wise Carmelo Anthony, right? Yes, yes dude, my yes. guy, ultimate, yes. ultimate USA basketball player. That's who should be the captain of this year's, you know, of the see twenty Mello, next basketball. You see Melo's viral crossover spin around turn jumper? From no, the I didn't. Oh, he's and he, that'll he can be work down and he can make a two point. Back. That'll be the only one you see all season. His knees are probably dying after that. Come on, go ahead on Melo. Melo's old. Let's be honest. Anyways. We're all old. We're getting old. My dad sent me a meme this week. Oh my God, we're doing that now on this show, I guess. But yeah, he sent me one that said, There's a point in every man's life when you hit a point where everything hurts, and that's why you're so grumpy. And I'm like, I feel like I'm getting there. I can respect that. I make man noises. I make them noise, dude. Getting up off the couch is a loud endeavor. (laughs) Like like sitting down on the couch, (laughs) adjusting on the couch. I mean, I'm a big guy, so maybe I make a little more noise, but like, it's like, I just like will ex- exhale <laughs> stress. <laughs> <laughs> the exhaustion coming off my body. Yeah. Like, sometimes I gotta stretch, you know, like I gotta let it out. Well guys, before we, we move on, obviously I do want to say one more thing on the triumph. Um, they do have their first game this come not this coming Saturday, final preseason game, but first game on the road twenty fourth against Richmond Kickers. So if you have not gotten season tickets or anything of that nature. Anything you're wanting to do before the season, get it done. It's here. Finally. Yeah. Finally. All right. Well, soccer news. So you check in. We'll be your soccer headquarters for everything Greenville Triumph. And, Dan, hockey. We got hockey. hockey. season's getting real close. We're getting close to Lord Stanley's Cup playoffs. The, the so, playoff. I'm here for a cup playoff. That's what I need. So I heard that there's another trophy in hockey that the players won't touch because it's cursed. And I did hear if about you this. touch this trophy, you will never touch Lord Stanley, the uh, Stanley Cup. So I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty funny. Superstition. I love some superstition around sports. I'm not a superstitious I love some person. Lasting superstition. That's crazy. I mean, like, dude, not touching a trophy. Are ever. you walking under ladders, though? I mean, dude, I call myself unsuperstitious, but I'll knock on wood if somebody says something I don't like. I avoid walking on ladders. The black cat thing's the one thing where I'm like, you know, I can't control where there's black I cat. Do own that, a black I cat. don't question. Like, that one you just can't question. Because, like, I can't decide when a black cat's walking out in front of me. That's just life decisions. That just happens. You I know, just did. By happenstance. I, I took that one by the horns. So, I just have a black cat that walks You just cat. walk around bl- bad luck. You're playing the game of, like, I'm going to have the bad luck so much that it doesn't even affect me when I get bad luck. Well, the thing is, I don't want the bad luck to surprise me. I'd rather just live in it live constantly. All it. I, so, I don't have ups and downs. I respect you know, that. I would rather just stay down. I respect <laughs> stay on the low medium, keep it very low medium all the time. Love it. You ever broken a mirror? No, I've not. That seems terrifying, but not just because of the bad luck. I also am concerned about the shards of glass flying about. I'm pretty sure I've broken a mirror. And I like hit it with like a hammer and I was like, ooh, I ooh. probably shouldn't have hit that. That's bad, yeah. When you're doing it on purpose, like, I was like, thinking dropping a mirror. Like a mirror in a trash can, though. Like, one that was discarded. I'm like, okay, I could destroy this I mirror. Does the bad luck not apply because the mirror is getting thrown away? See, I don't know if that's how that actually works, honestly. Because obviously, if you break a mirror that you're not supposed to break, that's bad luck. 
Like one on the wall, yeah. bad luck. Or one you're moving into the house. I'm saying I hit a mirror with a hammer in a trash can because I wanted to break a mirror without the consequences of bad luck breaking a mirror. I mean... What do you think? You got me full thinking pose right now because, like... It's, it's a, it's that's a, a question tough question. To ponder. You're pondering. Because I mean, we're going to have to come back. It's more of a philosophical thing, right? I'm, I say we put a few feelers out on the social medias. We come back next week and make our decision based off those. And a, a little, we need litigation. We need some arbitration going on. Is it bad luck to break a mirror in a trash can? You gotta let us know. I need to know. I don't know, man. Because what if it's a big mirror taking up space in a big trash can? Get it out of here, right? You need to break it, and it's just shards of glass on the pile. You throw away a bunch of mirrors. <laughs> How did we get on mirrors in bad luck? Uh. Oh, it happens. Oh, well. Uh, NBA. Oh, superstitions. 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 In sports. You can't touch the trophy Don't to win Lord Stanley because of hockey, because I went to my first hockey game. Oh, We're yes. Back, back in the real and back in. <laughs> Guys, we got lost in the conversation. We it are, happens. We are back. But went to my first hockey game over the weekend. Wow. A lot of fights. There was like four to five fights. Dog night in the arena. Puppy race at halftime. Floppy ear dog stepped on his ear, man. Are you kidding me? By happenstance. My coworker took their her and her husband took their dogs to the uh, hockey game, and uh, that is where he said he wanted to go to a triumph game. But anyways, yeah, that's by half since they were there as well. So um, I did not know it was dog night till I got there. <laughs> Surpriser for Zach could have brought awesome. so cat night maybe you know like could have could have not maybe brought my cat. I feel like. You would have to struggle to keep your cat near you at a cat night. Oh, he's having the <laughs> that would have a good old time though. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. But uh, hockey, it was great. Up, uh, swamp rabbits are bad. I heard, not a good team as well. Lose. I've been hearing. They did lose. But here's the thing, pretty dangerous. They hit the crap out of those pucks, and the plexiglass isn't as tall as it should be. There's only a net behind the goal. Oh, no, no, well, yeah. I was like to the corner. Of like, so I'm not behind the goal. I'm over here in like the corner, not on the side, like line. Totally could have gotten hit in the mouth with a puck over well, the plexiglass. Well, this comes to the fact that like you got to be paying attention if you're at a sporting event and you're getting caught by a How puck much or can baseball. I stop a hockey puck, dude. It's I mean, break a finger if it hits me. I mean, I tell you what, Daniel's gonna duck his head down. Somebody's knees getting shattered behind him if they're not paying attention. That's all. I'm there with a day too, so not only do I have to protect myself from a hockey puck, I have to protect. Her from incoming hockey pucks, so I pretty much have to take one on the chin. Take one by the back. Do you quite? You swing the back around, take it to the back. I'm worried about the back but as an older person. But what if person. I like, hit a vertebrae, paralyzed? Yeah, exactly. Puck, my first hockey. Puck. I, dude, I'm personally, I'm just even worried about taking a puck to the back and Daniel's back being thrown out for three weeks because we're old at this point, right? Here's the thing: if you can take a baseball glove to a baseball game to catch a baseball, which really bats are even a concern flying bats like there's the viral video of a dad catching a bat before it hits a kid in the face hockey i'm suiting up for my next hockey game i'm wearing goalie mask jason full status full status i'll have like a catcher's chest plate they're gonna think zach is playing in the game they're like what are you doing up there get in the fucking booth or the box (laughs) what are you doing man get in the goal See, hockey brings out F-bombs. And it Daniel. does. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it does. Obviously, they're bringing out fights, 18 in a game or whatnot. So we were looking up hockey lingo while we were at the game because uh, Hannah didn't know any hockey lingo. And uh, uh, Hooser was the second oh, most dude, common word. Got to go Hooser. We used Hooser, Hooser for the next two. Is it so Hooser? Is it, I think it's Hooser because, like, you know, you're no, a Hooser. Hoosers are Indiana. Hoosers. Hoosers. Yeah, yeah Hoosers. Hoosers. We, were, we were screaming Hooser, dude. 
So many hosers. Been watching. Uh, been watching a show on Letterkenny uh, on Hulu called Letterkenny. That's uh, there's a couple characters that are hockey guys and they're Canadian. Like it's a Canadian based show, but like they do, they talk hockey lingo all the time, and I was dying laughing because like you sort of feel like you know what they're saying, but at the same time you have no idea what they're saying. It's hockey lingo. They Nobody move knows very what they're saying. Fast in hockey, and I'll say this: it's easier to follow the puck in person than it is on TV for me. I just appreciate the dedication of them being willing to throw their bodies over the wall when they're getting taken out of the game. I love <laughs> slamming the thought of slamming someone into a wall because it's kind of like tackling a person in football, but like running into a wall, that's not as bad as like full-blown human collision, but I maybe. And then everyone slaps on the glass. I love any the glass. Any, any glass any, slap. You yes. got moms, you got kids, you got all sorts of people slapping on the glass, dude. Feel like the gr- I wasn't close enough for the glass. I feel like the Greenville Swamp Rapids have what could be a potential and a good base of fans here. I think they already do have a well-established, but it doesn't seem like they push themselves out into the community. Like I'm just saying, the Triumph are a team that have been here only a couple of years, and like they've pushed themselves out there forefront of hey, people's what? news and stuff. So like the Swamp Rapids, even the Drive, I think, could do better about guess pushing what? themselves out there. Here's the common thing between. The Greenville Triumph and the other two teams winning, Daniel. That's if true, you too. win, they will come. You have to win consistently, too, in hockey, especially in the South. Or dollar beer nights, like hey, the Triumph hey, or the Drive. Two drivers. options here. Two <laughs> options. Dollar beer nights. <laughs> give me give me $5 beer night. Those beer prices were ridiculous. Oh, that'd be true. They that'd were $12 acceptable. for a beer. That's come a lot on, of money. Jump. For the Swamp Rabbits on dog night, $12 a beer. I was just about to complain about $150 hockey jerseys. I get it. They're cool. $150 for a long sleeve shirt? (laughs) It's really what it is is a long sleeve shirt. A long sleeve shirt that I can't even wear that often because it's a hockey jersey. Jersey wearing. Very, I don't know. I love it, but at the same time, I don't know how I feel about it all the time. It's hard. You You got to have the appropriate. Kevin Smith, the director, always wears hockey jerseys. The, he made Clerks and Silent Bob. No, I did not know that. Oh, yeah, yes. I he know always you're talking has a hockey about. Always jersey, has a hockey yeah. Body type seems like it fits a hockey jersey, though. Hey, man. I want a hockey jersey. I respect I would have bought one if they weren't $150. I'm sorry for hijacking. Hey, man, we got a pod. That's a great right. conversation. I love it. We're in depth with the Greenville. Uh, right. Swamp so, Rabbits. NBA. Nets are bad, is your note here? Yeah, no, the Nets are bad, man. So, lost Sixers. KD, get off the internet. Oh, my God. All right, Zach. So we were talking about it before the podcast, before we started recording, we were talking about it. Obviously, we talk about the Nets being bad. They lose the Sixers, whatever. They lose the Lakers without hey. LeBron AD, whatever. Let's, let's, let's take a timeout. Before, so, we t- before we waste time on KD on the internet, uh, let's let's pay homage to LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, that's true, too. Let's, LaMarcus. Hit, let's hit the real news, and then we'll get to the bullcrap <laughs> news. LaMarcus Aldridge, 15 years, all of a sudden, Retired from the NBA. He said he had a heart irregular beat, so like a heart murmur or something. He quoted and said, that was the weirdest feeling of my life, scariest moment, that feeling how he's playing basketball and he had his heart off rhythm, which is nothing to mess with, man. That's like a electrostatic pulse in your body that is off rhythm that keeps you alive. I was about and to say I bet it. being seven foot tall, advancing in age, and playing in a professional league is only going to complicate those things. So, LaMarcus Aldridge called it quits when everyone's questioning his downfall and effort and performance. But at the same time, I mean, he's a 15-year vet. LeBron set this crazy standard for everybody to perform up into their old age. When LaMarcus had a great career, dominant, 
in Portland for a few years. I I actually got to see in person LaMarcus Aldridge and Damian Lillard together play in Portland and Charlotte one time, and they beat my Charlotte Hornets. So, LaMarcus, great career. Um, sad to see it go like this. You think if it's like a Chris Paul, Chris Bosh situation, might never come back? I would guess probably not coming back, even if it wasn't like it's something that clears up and he feels like he could come back. I mean, you're pretty, like you said, 15 seasons. He's probably already getting to the yeah. point. Went to Texas. He was there right before Kevin Durant got there. But um, how does it change the Nets? I mean, I don't think it affects him a lot because, like, he, he, he was contributing some, but, like, he had not been on the team contributing that long. And, like, the Nets really do just come down to the fact of, like, what are they going to look like when KD and J- James Harden and Kyrie are all actually out there healthy or somewhat healthy? Because you don't know if KD's going to be fully healthy at any point this season. Like, he's been out for over three quarters of the season, stat. right? I saw a stat. He's played 70 minutes since he came off injury. How many points has he scored? 70 points. I mean, that's great. But, like, he's also probably doing that on, like, teams that have won – 12 games this season and they and could have lost those games and they probably did lose those games they lost the lakers without lebron and without ad so like you got to be a little worried about your defense already but that being said kd seems like he's spending more time instead of paying attention to what the nets are doing paying attention getting ready for coming back seems like he just spends all his time on twitter zach he obviously whatever we didn't really talk about it but he had this huge issue with uh Michael Rappaport, Ian Rappaport of ESPN's brother. Uh, really? I, I do, are they related? I feel like they are. I don't think they, they may are. not be. Okay. Michael Rappaport's famous for famous, being an actor yeah. in the '90s and '80s and hip hop. What is so. a bit? I can't. I feel like I can never think of movies he was in. Like he, an actor. He was at Fresh Prince, dude. He we used to be in a lot of stuff. He, he was, was like, very popular. Obviously, he was like, huge, he, huge he was in like pop a white culture. Guy who was in a lot of black people movies. I say he's and just huge he, into pop culture yeah, too. And then he's he's huge uh, gone to the rap game, and now he's become an Instagram troll. I did follow him. He's pretty funny. All he does is just like funny insults for like a Brooklyn accent type thing. I don't even know if he's from Brooklyn, but uh, I think Michael Rapport's funny. He got into a Kevin Durant and anytime you're posting Twitter beef or whatever, internet, you're just lame. Yeah, it's like, I've never done that in my life. Well, and like Kevin know? Durant's coming at him over, I don't even know what exactly it was about, but like it definitely got blown up way too much from where it was. And now you have to the point where he's fined $50,000. Fi- yeah. The league. Exactly. I mean, you're going to do good and affect your paychecks and stuff, but at the same time, like now you're also back on Twitter posting that Shannon Sharp has blocked you. And it's like, dude, why do you spend so much? Why do you live and thrive with this? You know why he posted that? Because he's trying to get Shannon some backlash when it's really, I guarantee Kevin Durant is a little upset that Shannon blocked him because. Whether you want to admit it or not, like, Shannon is worthy of respect from almost anybody. If you get his blessing, that's a pretty big deal. Like, Shannon Sharp has become one of most people's favorite sports figures, especially. Big in the Fox. He went from, like, nothing to, like, Undisputed to Uncle Shay Shay. Like, Shannon Sharp's great. And that's, like, universally accepted. So, KD's probably a little butthurt he got blocked is what happened. They got, they went on a short back and forth. I really didn't even see it. But I'm sure... I'm in the state of mind. If Shannon Sharp block you, it's probably because he doesn't respect you. Well, I think it probably hurt Kevin Durant's feelings a lot. He seems like a guy. He's already shown us being the guy that has a fake Twitter accounts and stuff. That he is in his feelings and feels bad when people call him out and talk about him and stuff. And so, and that's very reasonable. Absolutely 
feel like it's not outrageous. But that being said, for Kevin Durant to continuously go to Twitter and say that like he feels like he gets attacked and he feels like people don't like him, but like my guy, you literally make people not like you by doing stuff like this. Like all I ever hear from Kevin Durant at this point is not even basketball related. It's all just like these Twitter beefs he's getting into, and like that's what makes me not want to that's talk a, about Kevin. Yeah, hear about that's Kevin a pretty Durant. bold statement for you to say. There's more news about Kevin Durant being like all drama rather than I mean, having actual basketball, which is concerning, but. Who cares, man? It is what it is. Who cares? It Just, is what it is. I don't give a damn about two men on Twitter. I tell you that right now. Me and Zach said, you said he's 31. We are both 24 and 25. And we hate being on the internet. Like, we do not really enjoy it that Dude, much. Facebook Marketplace, looking at window shopping. That's what I like doing. I don't like arguing with grown men on Twitter. Better time. Better things to do with my time. Um, Make podcasts. Zach, you mentioned... Your Charlotte Hornets, 500. Here's the thing, though. We only got, like, three games over 500, or maybe four games. But we are hurt That's so true. badly. Without <laughs> yeah, LaMelo Gordon Ball. Gordon Hayward's out, has been out for three weeks now, and we honestly covered our own last week. But we've lost, like, two or three straight, and uh, bad loss to the Cavs. But 500, who cares? Ten teams make the playoffs. All we need is a little LaMelo with a fresh new wrist. <laughs> And uh, bionic wrist. Miles Bridges threw down one of the best dunks of the year. If if, if Anthony one Edwards, or two, if Anthony Edwards I think didn't have best. his one dunk, Miles Bridges had the dunk of the year. It, it, yeah, it's second Miles best Bridges, for sure. I bought his jersey last year. Wild. I thought it was like an almost mistake. I was looking at the jerseys available, and I was like, you know what? I'm getting the white Miles Bridges home on a limb. Dude took a big leap this year in ability. He's scoring. He's filling the stat sheet. He is literally will dunk on anyone. He fills best contact dunker in the league. He's filling in for Lamelo and them, like picking up that slack at least, you know. But that's a lot to fill in. Dude. You're it filling is. in for a hundred twenty million dollar Gordon Hayward. You're filling in for Lamelo, who's supposed to be changing your whole franchise. So, a lot to ask, but he's doing all right. Well, the Hawks, Zach, I mentioned to you, were uh, since firing Lloyd Pierce. It seems was the right move, although a lot of people were upset about it. They are 16-4, I do believe, is their record since firing Lloyd Pierce. Pretty good, looking good, obviously. Like you said, still in the playoff race. Just about everybody's in the playoff race, so let's be honest. does Lloyd Pierce get a job after the team he gets fired from becomes instantly better? I think he does. I think he's still going to probably get a job because most of these coaches, I feel like you see this in most coaching circles at this point. It's like once you get a job, you're probably going to get – back into the cycle at some point you know you probably send some time on somebody's staff for a little while you rehabilitate yourself make yourself wanted it again and then bam you got a new job when the kings fire their coach because yet again they're not making what they want to do because they're the kings you know all right well nba charlotte's been losing i've been trying not to watch but uh besides that i mean everyone's hurt uh, everybody's hurt. playing great clippers have not lost with rondo in the lineup Six and zero. Hate to see it for the Nuggets that Jamal Murray tears that ACL. Unfortunate. Yeah, that's a, that's a big blow because they would have been a crazy playoff team. Jamal Murray can get you fifty in the playoffs. He was insane last year in the bubble. But Jokic, man, 
Let them run point now. Dude, let him. Dude, f- I want a team with five Jokic's. Zion runs five. point. Let Jokic run point now. Dude, Come give me, on. Give me one Zion, four Jokic's, <laughs> and then we're good. <laughs> and uh, besides that, now let's go. Let's go to the old, uh, the old stick ball. Old diamond. Ye old diamond. Neil, Neil Diamond. Need da- Neil Young Diamond. Man. See, I think of Neil Diamond. I do believe the Neil Diamond I think of is uh, small people, something like that. Song where he actually does not. It sounds like he doesn't like short people. But oh, it is what it is. I have a Neil Anyways. Diamond song I play on guitar. You keep talking while I look it up. Well, while Zach's looking that up, we are talking a little baseball, little Braves baseball. Obviously, we like Braves here. But we're also, before we talk into the Braves themselves, I want to talk about the umps of baseball. Man, Zach, these umps are oh, I was thinking, awful. I was thinking Neil Young. Neil Young. Not Neil Diamond. I was thinking Heart of Gold. Ah. Keep me searching for a heart of gold. That's a banger. I do love that song. And I'm getting old. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that, okay, sorry. Wrong no. Neil. Whoops. <laughs> hey, there's a couple Neils out there making good music. Let's be honest. Lots of Neils. Are there? Can you I name, don't, can you no, name I th- one more I Neil? think that's all I got. I think There's we got those two. two. That's probably it. I don't know if I know another Neil out there outside of those two Neils. Let's be honest. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that counts, though, because like, his name is Shaquille, not Neil. <laughs> um, <laughs> Imagine um, if it was Neil O'Neal. Oh, boy. Wow. Wow. That's my neck creative player, <laughs> Neil O'Neal. <laughs> Running the NBA. Anyways. Oh MLB on Zach. Blowing calls left and right this season already. It's ridiculous. The Braves lose a game to the Phillies on Sunday night in just absolutely dramatic fashion where a Phillies player comes sliding in to take the 7-6 lead in the ninth inning. And guess what? A go-to-review, blatantly obvious. He doesn't touch home plate, blatantly obvious, and they don't reverse the call What's the point of the review? Ridiculous. You got blind refs, and you got blind robot refs. Well, Marlins also took a tough, tough L because of a bad ump call where it was a pitch clearly in the strike zone. The the the, bat, the batter, who obviously on replay starts to swing and then notices it where it's coming and leans the elbow out, leans into the pitch, takes hit. They walk. He gets... You know, a score out of the the play overall. So here's and my thing: it's that just... is such a specific thing to get mad at. I understand, like football, we all like everyone in the stands thinks they knows the rules exactly on like a pass interference. Like, oh, that was holding. That's pass interference. I know all the rules. <laughs> There's holding on every play. Look at me. I know football. Oh, you can't do that. But like baseball, you're telling me that it's so specific that like. I accidentally lean my elbow in and get hit by a pitch. That guy was obviously nowhere near the strike zone if I'm getting hit in the elbow, you know? Yeah. So, and the, the strike zone. What is the strike zone? There's no... Uh, There's a lot of arbitrary parts to the baseball rules, honestly. And if I and the thing is, if I <laughs> lean into a pitch and get hit accidentally one time, the next time I go up to bat, they're going to throw one at my noggin. That's true, too. <laughs> so, this guy's, I mean... 
the unwritten rules of baseball, baseball rules in general make it we hard to watch baseball. We just write them baseball. down at this point. We can quit calling them the unwritten rules. Let's just write them down and just say the rules of baseball. We talk about them so much they probably should be written down. It, That's it's fair. Every single person says in every single baseball segment the unwritten rules. <laughs> it sounds just like the rules of baseball. They're the rules of baseball. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Hottest take of all time, probably. <laughs> Here's the other hot take. I remembered. <laughs> so, Dan has... Like ESPN on in the background. There's all these baseball players. They're all wearing 42. And I'm like, <laughs> they do this all the time, right? Like, I'm like sitting here, I'm like, I'm a little annoyed because I'm like, it makes it hard for me to tell which player's which when they do the Jackie Robinson. Everybody wears the number 42. And I swear they do it all the time. And I'm sitting here getting mad at Dan. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like, that, they do it more than one day a year. And like, so I, I do the Siri search, and I'm like, is this today Jackie Robinson Day? <laughs> happy Jackie Robinson happy Day, Ryan, everybody. Absolutely happy Jackie Robinson Day. <laughs> Jackie Robinson, icon on all multiple levels to sports and things beyond sports. So happy Jackie Robinson Day, guys. With that being said, do they not do Jackie Robinson Day more than once? Like, Or do I just like... You're going to catch it midsummer. They're going to be all wearing 42, and Zach's going to be like, I told you. I swear. <laughs> And like, people are going to be like, come on, man. It's Jackie Robinson. It's Jackie Robinson Day. I'm like, Day. I'm like no, it wasn't. It wasn't. That was in April, and you know it was. I, I, my foot is down. And I know COVID, like the Masters were like six months ago, and then they just happened again. <sighs> we got to talk and, Masters. Uh, not really. Not Go really. Hideki, Matsuyama. Shout out That's pretty Matsuyama. Will Zalatoris going to be a great bet for betters in you know, mm-hmm. the Anyways, future? But uh, 42 um, makes it. Am I wrong here? Hard to tell who's who. It's the same premise when the, all the players didn't have their last name on their jersey in the bubble, and I was like, guys, we got to fix something here. I don't know who's who. I get that, but at the same time, like, you got body types, you got different heights, you got hairstyles, you can see their faces in the NBA. Everyone is wearing a shirt and pants and a hat. Loose shirts. With helmets and masks. Like, come on now. Like, I need a number. Especially when there's like a fight. I can't tell who's punching who when there's 45 Jackie Robinsons out there. The fights just get hectic because everybody is in one big pile of it's baseball. It's just one shoving match. It turns to a mosh pit. It's not a fight. It moves about the field the in fight random directions. The only swing, like when Jose Batista got his glasses knocked off his face. That was awesome. Very rude to knock off glasses from people's face. It's 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 it's, it's, it's not rude when you punch them in the jaw because they had it coming. <laughs> so it's more warranted at that point. All right, Zach. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit, just real quick. Uh, Bryce Harper, he was up, warming up for a batting. You know, go bat. He was warming up. While he's warming up, he's getting heckled by a fan who's screaming at you'll him. You'll never be as good as Acuna. Acuna, Acuna! You won't be that good. Bryce, you'll never be as good as Acuna. And then Bryce Harper turns around and just calmly looks at this man and goes, It's Acuna. Because the man did not know how to say the appropriate name for this person. So, Zach, I had a question for you. As a person who has heckled in the past, and I do think I've grown out of the idea of heckling now, I feel like I talk to the players on my team in my head more. I'm like, come on, man. What's you, what are you doing? you got to do better than that. But you, heckling it's some... It's time to get mad at were the you coaches, heckler? Daniel. The it's cat. time for us to complain about coaches all the time. I, here's, my, here's a good story about old men hating coaches. So I used to work at this gas station. I say gas station. This was a mechanic shop. Also worked at a gas station. Judge me. And then uh, this mechanic shop, this old man, he's a Clemson baseball fan. And we Clemson recently has Monty Lee as the new head coach. But before that, from called Charleston. Before that, we had Jack Leggett. 
Clemson baseball, perpetually mediocre, always promises of being great. We'd come up there, we'd lose a game, and Barry, R.I.P. Barry, he'd be like, that damn jack-legged, he can't <laughs> coach worth a shit. <laughs> he'd, throw his, he'd throw his, like, newspaper down all the time, dude. Jack-legged, your name has been run to the grave. I can tell you that. But anyways, I forgot what you were talking about. Heckling people. Ha- heckling, heckling. Heckling. And we just got to get mad at coaches, Dan. We're he- our heckling days are long behind us. I love heckling. It was this fun. isn't really a heckle. This is a heckle. Bryce Harper asked for the heckle, so that's one thing. Like he's he's a mega douche. And it's so gets, funny how unlikable he is. He's sort of like Kevin Durant. And then uh, also like the heckler. I get it. I, you're being brave. You're screaming at Bryce Harper. You're also recording yourself, which is a little lame. But I'm not as mad at the heckler for getting it wrong. Like I can understand like being ignorant and not understanding how to pronounce Acuna, and I still get. I respect you for heckling. I think it's just, it's masterful while being the ultimate douche for Bryce Harper to correct you in that way. Like, like it stings a little bit. It doesn't sting that bad, but it's just like, what a Bryce Harper move. Like, to really try, is to the try most to Bryce Harper. this guy with your douchiness. Like, what a Bryce Harper move. Like, it just adds to the whole picture of mega douche Bryce Harper. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. And I don't mind Bryce Harper that much, but like, if you're telling me he's not like a baseball arrogant guy, like, come on now. I mean, he's a great guy, I'm sure, but he comes off as arrogant. As a person, we'll get into it potentially later in the pod at some point in the future, but as a person who's been thrown out of basketball games in high school and whatnot, we definitely have done our fair share of heckling, and it's been fun, but this is definitely something you don't continue doing at an older age. I think 21 is the age I was like, all right, you got to sort of cut it off because if you start heckling at age 21, you've already probably been drinking, and the heckling's probably going to get out of hand at some point if you drink too I much. I was a clean heckle. I was a clean heckle. I'd never cuss. Try not to, but I would just... I would just tell it to you how it was like if you were not good at basketball i would tell you you're not good at basketball well, a couple hey one time getting thrown out it happens hey then make a habit of it hey stay off the court baldy baldy get off the court we'll get into that one day zach nfl we're right here at the draft wnba uh 2021 draft tonight by the way thursday night don't really know who's going out you know as far as who's getting picked up but how dare exciting! You. How dare I? NFL Charlie draft discussion. Collier, first pick. Bam. Dude, Dallas Wings. How do yeah. you not know? How would I? Well, it only happened forty minutes. Ago. Yeah, I was gonna say it only happened forty minutes ago. We're watching Jeopardy in the background this week. Mm-hmm. Muted Jeopardy with uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers hosting. People don't like him hosting that much. I don't know. I enjoy it somewhat. Um, I Anyways. like Aaron Rodgers hosting. I like anything Aaron Rodgers does, especially if it's throwing a football. People will tell you that's just because you like him throwing a football. I'm like, yeah, I think he's all right. I think he's perfectly fine as a host of Jeopardy. People hate that's him. That's like saying I like Arnold Schwarzenegger's like acting and governing. It's only because he's great at being a bodybuilder, and that's how he did it. It's like, it's like saying we all like Shaq. We only—it's like saying you only like Shaq because he played basketball. Exactly. We probably wouldn't know who Shaq was if he didn't play basketball. Yeah. Wouldn't know Aaron Rodgers was. We wouldn't have liked Alex Trebek if he didn't host Jeopardy. 
So, well, come like, on, guys. A lot of the complaints are the monotoneness of Aaron Rodgers, and I'm like, I understand he is somewhat of a monotone guy, it's a probably. But game like, it's a trivia game show. People. Go back and listen, to Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek probably is just delivering you some solid questions. Make sure he reads it right. It's, some of these words are tough, man. I'm gonna be honest. My concern going up there on Jeopardy is making sure I'd pronounce every word right, and I would butcher some words. I know it. Lay off, my man, Aaron. Leave Aaron alone, all right, guys? Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. He's a reigning MVP. He's just trying to get a wide receiver to come out to Green Bay. He's like, guys, I'm fun. Come out to Green Bay. Play receiver for me, please. I need receivers. Would you be happy if Pat Mahomes was up there? Would you be happy if Tom Brady was host of Jeopardy? People would love if Tom J. Brady was host of Jeopardy. Everybody would love it. I know it already. Why? Because he's good at football? Because That's he's, the only reason you like Tom Brady is because he's good at football. Because they like to look at him. They're like, he's attractive. I'm like, yeah. He wouldn't be attractive here. if he wasn't good at football. <laughs> it's true. He probably wouldn't have Come money on, to keep that body looking like it. Anyways, NFL Imagine draft. Tom Brady if he wasn't pliable. Would he well, just, imagine Tom would he just Brady. just look like Ben Roethlisberger? Imagine Tom Brady <laughs> without that money to be able to afford keeping himself looking like he's 35 all the time. Same premise as LeBron James. Probably not playing basketball as long as he did. If he hasn't won as much as he did. Because now he has the money to keep himself playing as long as he has. You gotta have that money. So you're telling me I don't have money to stay alive for a long I didn't say <laughs> that. I didn't say that, out. Zach, but, like, you know what we're talking about. We get it. Anyway, Trevor Lawrence, Zach, I have a question. One Trevor thing. Lawrence. Obviously, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, your guy, coming into the draft. Jags already said they want to take him. Trevor made a statement in an interview recently with Sports Illustrated. He said that he doesn't have to have football. Now, is that concerning? Would that you think that's a concern? Is that worrisome? Because last time you heard somebody say anything along these lines, Josh Allen was your man, 2018, coming in the draft. He gets draft 10th out of UCLA, and we know how that story's gone. Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen, excuse me. Yes, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen out of yes. UCLA. Um, Josh Rosen went to Cal, not UCLA, right? Nope, UCLA. Oh, yeah, whatever. Fuck Anyways. And, uh, <laughs> but we know how that went in the NFL. didn't no, work yeah, out. Yeah, UCLA, I remember now. But, um... The thing is about Trevor, it doesn't matter what he says. He's going number one. He's going to play football. He's going to get paid him $10 million to, in, in a couple weeks. And he's going to play for the Jags, compete with Urban Meyer. They're going to go 7-9. and nine. They might go 11-5. and five. Or is it 18... 17-game season this year. Huge, okay. huge change. 8-9? I don't... Is that a good season, I guess? If you're playing 17 games, it's under 500, but it's still not a bad season. What's the only NFL team to ever make playoffs with a losing record? It's got to be the Browns, right? They're sucking everything out of The Seahawks. Seahawks, huh? Yep. Charlie Whitehurst, big dub, sent them to it. <laughs> but uh, anyways, what a terrible year for that division, 7-9. and nine. Even this last year's NFC East was better than that division. <laughs> not by a lot, but not, yeah, no, no, they're no. right there. Uh, also, also, me. last one, two, two more things. Rumors as far as there was talks that the Niners were interested on Mac Jones, Zach, smoke and mirrors. Gotta love some smoke and mirrors. It looks like they're probably taking Justin Fields. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I don't think that's a big deal. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Don't take Mac Jones. If you take Mac Jones at three, that's just as bad as taking Mitchell Trubisky at two. <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> Especially if you have Justin Fields behind Mac Jones, you're going to be sitting here in two years Alabama looking back. Won the championship. Yeah. 
Mac Jones is a champion. That's a little bit better than Mitchell Trubisky, but Mitchell Trubisky was kind of scary in college. Not really. I don't know, dude. Mac Jones. I, Mac Jones is a result of playing for a team that literally has the best player at every position. I don't understand on the field. Yeah, exactly. He could just bomb at the Trey Lance. That's it's the Taj Boyd effect. Yeah, Taj Boyd had Sammy Watkins, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, who, who's the tight end? Uh, Dwayne Allen. He had Andre Ellington in the backfield. You, you got five NFL players around you in college in the ACC when we weren't winning championships. So we were still playing mid-level competition. You're going to be fine. You just throw the ball up. Just bro. chuck the ball up. Hopefully it DeAndre works Hopkins out for you. DeAndre Hopkins does not drop footballs. Have yeah. you seen the stats over the last few years? He's the best receiver. But uh, question, hot question. What you got? Julio Jones or Larry Fitzgerald? That's a tough one. Uh, I like Julio more After, as far as like a player, mm-hmm. but like as far as just overall like liking the person, Larry Fitzgerald is probably one of the most likable players coming out of the NFL. Like I can think of in the past, like since I've been watching. ACC guy, not at the time, but he is now. Uh, I don't know. Julio at his peak is better than Larry at his peak, but, Larry's but Larry just so was better consistent. for longer consistency Larry Larry long-haired legend Larry also has had dealt with some duty quarterbacks for a while Kurt Warner he literally worked at a grocery store bagging groceries because he wasn't that good a quarterback <laughs> literally That's the, hey sometimes you can be bagging groceries the next day playing football in the NFL how do you get these phone calls like yeah where's that phone call because I haven't got one of those in be honest. Do I need to like make a highlight tape Guys, maybe next week me or Zach will be playing for the NFL. We'll get our call. Who knows? If not, we'll be back here next week, and we hope you will. Who's more likely to get a call, Dan as a placeholder or me as a quarterback? I was going out there as the punter was my plan. Big leg? Uh, Just really strong pendulum over here. I am literally – So are you you a one, two, three drop and kick, or are you a run sideways European style? I really – Rugby kick? See, you think I'd be the rugby style just because of the shorter stature and everything, but no. I get a running start. I'm purely one, two, three drop kick. I'm just thinking – I used to practice punting with both feet because you got to be ready. What happens like somebody comes on the right side? Would you drop and kick a left-footed punt out of well, the Well, see, right? the worry the worry for other punters is problem. This is their problem they face You're versus other me. Punters to worry. This I'm just letting you know. This is the what they face <laughs> that I don't calls worry. Out all this is I'm letting you know exactly what they're worried for, Zach, and I'm not. Their one, two, three steps gets them way farther upfield than my one, two, three steps. As I have short legs. So, so I'm not very. You're worried. the first under center punter we're gonna see. They got they got a lot longer distance to get to me and the ball where I'm dropping it versus if Pat McAfee oh, wow. or somebody's walking up there to drop that ball, he's gonna be he's gonna be getting himself up there closer to the line than I am. So listen, I got time. So here's the thing: got Dan, extra time. Are you a punter with two gloves on in case of a high snap so you can snag it out of the air? Ah, two gloves because I also like to throw the ball. I go oh. off script all the time. Is so the plan you're a scrambling, <laughs> scrambling punter, <option> punter? <laughs> Basically, what I am shifty. He's already called out all punters. You're called out all punters, y'all. Alert. Y'all got to be better at playing offense too. I just think personally, <laughs> Dan shouldn't be on the field. Is what he's saying. All right, we'll be back next week. I'm not going to be in the NFL. That's for sure. Get me out of here. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, a very moody sports show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.